0: Hey, welcome to big old life. This is Heather Blackbird. This is episode two. I made another one. I made another podcast episode. This time I'm interviewing Frank Cruz, AKA Veranda Fire, drag queen, and what his experience is, how it feels for him to do drag and why he does it. And it was a blast. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Frank. And if you want to see a drag show here in Portland, Oregon, you should head on down to Darcell's, which is the ultimate drag club in Portland, Oregon, where Frank performs Tuesday evenings and Sunday brunch. Uh, there's so many things that I don't get to cover because I'm trying to keep these to 30 minutes or so, but um, Frank it has an amazing career as a baker, is, uh, married to a wonderful partner named Bob, who I hope to interview soon about travel and being a travel guide. We'll get to Bob later, but, uh, listen for as long as you like, of course. And thank you again, Miranda Fire, for your gracious interview. <music>
1: Good afternoon good
0: afternoon you sound fabulous i've got gotcha. you yeah okay.
1: great okay
0: <laughs> see you bob see you later
1: <laughs> oh hello how are you
0: good how do you feel about being interviewed
1: i well it's like anything else when i do get ready for staging or anything i always get butterflies yeah. <laughs> for all these years of doing drag i always get a butterfly in my stomach, okay. which, you know, and sometimes it's good. And sometimes uh, <laughs> when I'm doing new numbers or something, really, I'm not in my comfort zone, but it's a challenge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's yeah. like, I had a, a friend of mine watched the video because it was a new number. I did it about a week ago. And so getting back from vacation and doing a brand new number is not really good sometimes very yeah because he made a comment to me he says were you drunk on stage i said no (laughs) i don't drink when i'm on stage that's the last thing you get yourself into trouble yeah i have a cocktail a few hours Mm -hmm. after that i'm sipping ice water
0: i mean one thing i want to do is just start by telling who you are and like your name and your drag name and just wherever that takes us first. Okay. Well,
1: you know me as Frank Cruz, spelled with a K, not a C. Uh, My drag name is Veranda Fire.
0: Yeah, how did that name come to you?
1: Uh, We were on a cruise ship that one year and we were with rough seas. Had a little too much to drink because it was my birthday, our birthday's month. And they always keep announcing on as always put your fire out on the veranda <laughs> and I just stop and think, "What a you know nice drag name you know always put your fire out on veranda
0: if mm-hmm.
1: so I can take this many ways of this veranda fire, I'll put your fire out you know you stop and think, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and you get a little saucy. I can agree with you on that part. It can get saucy. It all depends how you really motion or say things like that. And <laughs> says you couldn't handle what I can put out.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Very good. So there's so many meanings.
1: Yeah, it, you can you can take this all over the world.
0: When did you start? When was that that you were on the cruise? And was that the first time you started? Thinking about doing drag or were you already doing it?
1: I was already doing drag. Now that's taking me back twenty, twenty-seven, twenty-one, twenty-two twenty-something, 22 years ago. Mm. And I finally switched my name because it was Frankie Hollywood.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I like the veranda fire.
0: Mm-hmm. It's always
1: hot, sizzling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it was like a cruise about maybe 15, 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was really actually, say, veranda fire for a good 20 years.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you'd only been doing it a couple of years. Off well, and on. Yeah, off and on. What started What started that for you? Why did you do that?
1: Why? Um, well, it actually started with a joke. Okay. Because, you know, when I like, moved into Portland with Bob, that uh, we went to a Halloween party. So I got a picture of it somewhere around this house, Mm -hmm. But me getting dressed up. I went to the costume shop up the street from where I, we live. And I told her what I wanted to do. I said, okay, I'll be a pirate winch. Mm -hmm. I got my on this pink dress, black polka dot wig. And she did my makeup for that time. And then it was a Halloween party. That's how I started. Then we'd start doing a disco party another year later. So then she made me some outfits, costumes, and then going in from that, then I got more co- outfits she made me to like the Red Dress Party in Portland and stuff like that. Then I started going out more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, I'm still, at that point in time, I'm still full time at a daytime job, but I still went out evenings. I did like special events or birthday parties or stuff like that, you can dress up, even Christmas parties.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know
1: mm-hmm. I just it was really nice and when I really got into it doing it more and going out to the regular supper clubs or restaurants just getting dressed for any special occasion the guys or gals or whoever I have done that with when when we were the bakery girls we got went out for a, a dinner mm-hmm. I get dressed up as a fire Mm-hmm. You just see the waitresses and the people, and I walk. they when they I'm coming in, they all turn their head like crazy. Yeah, because here comes this big, and you know, I'm wearing six inch stilettos. I know five inch, sorry, five inch stilettos. And you know people say I can't even wear the shoes that high. Yeah, but you know I don't come down dressed. I'm usually it's all glitter, it's all sparkles.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't know.
1: I don't. I'm not a cheap queen, but I dress nice. And I try to show off because I really do once. Because ladies, you, you know, you can dress for fashion. Mm-hmm. Don't have to do, you know, you know, sequins and not what I have. But there's a way you can do things. Mm-hmm. Make yourself show. You know, show what you got. I want to be full of glamour. I love. When people are in glamour, I don't care what it takes, whatever. I mean, yes, I'll spend when I am doing makeup, you know, I spend two hours just putting this stuff all on. And that's not a single layer. As drag queens will sit there about two, to, average about two hours for mm-hmm. doing these shows. Because they put a layer on, pat it down, put some more layers on, and it's just layering it all up.
0: Yeah.
1: I do eyeshadows like there's almost colors sometimes five mm-hmm. time i go into it and make yourself really noticeable but it's also an art
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know even with, no worse than the clowns today we're all artists arts is many fashions
0: mm-hmm. yeah so, what, what informed your style like how you said you like glamour what do you feel like when you started to do it to where you're doing it now how did that how did you start and then where did you learn?
1: Well, first of all, I was starting watching RuPaul mm-hmm. when it was cheap on the internet. And it was just sit there on some channel you can pick up, and I got to pay for it. But anyway, I just like her style of being class, very classy, unique. Even though, you know, things I had learned from other girls, and my like other people were telling me what you really should start doing this. But it's like, no wonder we do have our moments of putting all this undergarment, packing undergarments. And I people wondered how, even girls or ladies, I should say, ask me, well, I'm wearing three tights, undergarment. It could be two to three. Sometimes I will wear up to three or four bras underneath to keep myself up. Yeah. You know. And you start sweating underneath, and I'm just like, ah, oh, he's gross. Right.
0: It does look really intense.
1: It can be, but I just... Once I get the main foundation in, I have a cocktail and relax. Yeah. Relax. And let the, fun. Well, you want to uh, kind of a little breathe, because you want to sit down, get yourself calmed down. Mm-hmm. Because makeup, to me, is intense enough. Mm-hmm. You sit pounding your, all this stuff into your face. Yeah. So. Um, uh, otherwise I'll go back again and retouch.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And How did you get the gig at ourselves? And when did that start?
1: That started about nine years ago. In fact, it just started. So when I was working for Safeway, I was constantly working for many hours. When I left Safeway, I went to Fred Meyers. My hours were very nice and limited. So I started going down every Tuesday. They started to the catch a rising star. I went down there every Tuesday and drag. I was just like getting dressed up at that point in time. Then they came up to me and said, "Would you like to be on stage?"
0: <laughs>
1: and, I said, and of course, you know, Bob was out touring and everything else. Um, then, sure, why not? I have nothing. It was my first time being on Darcel's stage. And then it's just like, and I went to a couple other places and do drag. In other bars. Uh, the other one was used to be the old Embers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, which now they're shot. But and then I did a couple other in St. John's, uh, Escape Bar, I believe it's called. But mostly, it's mostly Darcells every Sunday and Tuesday in drag. And usually I go down early enough so I can meet the guests a little bit before I go downstairs and rechanging again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but I need hopefully I can start sewing again once I get the yard work done but that's another thing
0: did you but, teach yourself to sew or did you already yes. know him? you did just when you started drag you started learning how to sew
1: no, I used to sew before that I used to sew when I was in grade school
0: oh who taught you no one
1: just get the thing out and start reading Mm-hmm. read the instructions off the thing
0: yeah did your mom have a machine yeah my yeah. mother
1: had a machine, so I used theirs. Okay. But that was way back in the 70s. Mm-hmm.
0: So.
1: Then two years ago, I ran for Miss HIV Awareness, and I was crowned Miss. So I got those dresses yet on top of all that.
0: So you've got some uh, awards under your belt.
1: Yeah, I got two crowns here. Damn. Yeah. And massages and everything so really about veranda fire owns about 30 some wigs i would like to say maybe 600 outfits here at this house and they're mostly all sequence. so sequence material can be and i usually go shopping in south korea because
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's cheaper there unless i find a bargain here at joanne's fabric
0: mm-hmm.
1: but other you
0: know
1: it's just And sometimes, especially at nights when I like to have a few cocktails, I start dreaming or creating in my mind to do a design in your head. I do sometimes really, um, something really off the wall. So there's another one dress I got here. It's a skirt, I mean a skirt, full length. It's all done in the blues and greens. I call it my peacock. I made a coat out of that same material, but that, that has rhinestones Peacock feathers all put into this coat, which is like a wedding dress almost when you put it on.
0: Wow. Sounds beautiful.
1: And it's heavy.
0: Mm-hmm. And would uh, you, did you perform in that one?
1: Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I have
0: one of the things that um, I've heard people ask drag queens, and I'm curious about you, what how would you describe Veranda fire as your as her personality? And then do you go from her personality to you? Do you feel? Or are they all just kind of smushed up? Obviously, some of it's all smushed together, but my, it was definitely be hard to
1: explain. I don't take on a character like share or of those kind of stuff. Once I don't do any local or I would do some Barbara Streisand's numbers. Some of those. That's about it. Uh, maybe Julie Andrews, um Shirley Bassey I do some of hers. But mostly it's all European songs that I do. Oh, wow. So anything like Icelandic, which most of my music I get off is called Eurovision.
0: They mm-hmm.
1: have a contest every year. So I've been doing those things. I want to not blend in with the other girls with the same songs. I have done them, yes. I have done a couple of frozen numbers and a couple beauty and the beast numbers, but I don't do them that often. So I kind of keep those tucked. Mm-hmm. So I got a friend of mine making a couple tea, teeth, huge poster of a teacup and pot when I do another beauty and the beast number and I put oh. them on and they're going to be all on skate. So they just follow me around.
0: <laughs> nice. I'm
1: trying to figure out in my mind. How is this going to go off? I don't care.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I did. You know, some other numbers I kind of did and went.
0: yeah, that turned
1: out pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. So you kind of yeah. discover as you go.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes I. This is quite too much stuff to be carrying around. Then I had another friend of me gave me his uh, white coat with red roses all over, and his class. It's like another again a wedding dress. Mm-hmm. And that fit. And I did a number of that one. And I really loved it because I told them, I'm going to start pounding some more stones into this coat. And they all, why? And I said, <laughs> I love my stones, period. <laughs> I mean, these big, gaudy necklaces I got, these big six inch earrings I wear. They're, yeah, they're heavy. They're mm-hmm. all stones.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, it feels really beautiful to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you're going for beauty more or less
1: yes mm-hmm. and yeah. with all the years the same with the makeup I don't change my makeup style that much anymore like I was mm-hmm. unless I'm doing something here local at the house I'll keep it light and simple
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you know with all the other colors I do it usually I can get my makeup done in 30 minutes
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it's, it's just cut and dry yeah the clothing where i go through and start well i wear this one there. you know it's going to your closet and you figure my closet is like a 10 by 10 bedroom
0: oh my god so walking are there parts of you that come out that you don't expose except when you're in drag um sometimes i would say
1: yes some things I will wear, you know, casually, than I do, but it's mostly uh, when I'm out, it's all high glitz.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and how me- does that change how you feel inside?
1: I love it. I love the feeling once I got me all prepared. It just, how the energy flows out of me, and when I meet people, and it's like anything else, I always say, if I, my job is, I don't care about the money. It's, it's, If I put a smile on your face and made you happy for 10 minutes of me just coming here like this, I'm doing my job. And that's what I love seeing when I see the eyes pop, the you know, the mouth, smile. And just, you know, they might some days, it's like we have a rough day. Sometimes we just need a little laughter in our life
0: so right
1: and, and then that's what i that really excites me and when people come up and gives me hugs when i come up from downstairs and says i just love you i just can i have a hug i says sure it just those are the moments in my time i think as queens or female impersonators whatever and there's different styles of shows but Know, I'm sitting here reading for the few weeks of now about Tennessee teaching. I
0: was just, and and I says,
1: I have several things, you know, they're school teachers, they do drag. And I says, oh, it is is reading storybooks, what the library gives us to read. We don't talk about anything other than, well, we just talk. Yeah. if you were dressed in a sequence and you got this fancy big wig and you just sit there, it'd be no worse than you'd be there as a dry queen.
0: I know. Um, and
1: people realize, why are you putting labels on us queens? It's like, you know, we do a lot of work for our communities. It's just not, I'm not saying Oregon, but you talk about the whole United States, even when not in the United States, you still have Europe and all those others.
0: I know. Yeah, so being able to both experience a joyful expression of your art, just getting yourself in drag, but then being able to experience what it gives to people and watching them receive it and feel all that joy sounds really pretty inspiring and exciting.
1: It is. And that's, speaking of that one, uh, just like when we were on a cruise ship, in last fall in London or Great Britain. And I was in drag on a boat and it was a 80 some year old lady and her husband passed a couple years away and she was sitting my next to the table and the girl was next to me and said, you know, she needs some flowers in her life. I said, you are gonna go buy her flowers? I said, yeah, I'll spend the money for flowers. And so I did, the next day the flowers arrived to her table she sat at her table and just and I said you just were so nice you know I just want a hug from you and she gave me a hug and I, I told her enjoy the flowers and you know enjoy your life and that was and she was about in tears.
0: I'm about in tears.
1: <laughs> I mean I just, I just and the girls at the table that were on the boat with says you are so generous. That's just that's my nature. I'm very generous. I people come to me, eh, talk about personal things, because they just got dumped on or some stuff, because there are dry queens, we just get issues. And they'll come to me and says they want to talk. And I said about what? And I said, okay, we won't talk here. Let's go into Darcel's office and you I'll listen to you wow so it's like we do have few of those and just you know we just need to get it off our chest and it's kind of rewarding that they come to me or to come to some of us and we're not going to gossip and that's
0: right.
1: it's here I, you can tell me all you want it's not going any further wow and i really like the confidence of people of the things, and they kind of want know what I do a lot because I do a lot of fundraisers. The last two years, I raised a lot of money for uh camp for K C, which does a lot of things with HIV awareness. Since I was Miss HIV, I raised about almost nine thousand dollars that one year. That's awesome. And I did a birthday fundraiser at the club, and I raised almost a thousand and whatnot that day.
0: That's so great.
1: And then, I still do a lot of charity work. Not as much sometimes, but sometimes I feel like when I do do it, I just like, I'm on the roll again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I notice you have your nails done. Do you keep them Keep them up? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I do. Once in a while, I'll switch out but. We'll see what happens. How long they last?
0: Uh huh. <laughs>
1: but yes, they feel good. I just like.
0: <sighs> yeah. You right. Know. Okay. Well, one thing that when when I said, "Oh, I want to interview you," and like, I don't know, and then um, we were like, "Well, we'll peel back the onion a little bit." Um. What What are the layers of your of your onion as far as doing drag goes? There's the part of you being able to give, and that's a big deal. Are there parts that you don't generally talk about?
1: And what is we mean by that part?
0: I mean, are there things that you um, that you don't get a chance to talk about about your drag experience, or either how you came to it, or how you what brings you back to it, or what you want from it?
1: Well, really, I haven't even thought about that kind of stuff because I just. I don't dwell on things like that. Yeah. Because you dwell on it, it just you're setting up firewalls or open up another can mm-hmm. of work. And I don't like those because I'm used to problem, you know, problem solving things. Mm-hmm. But, and I, like I tell the girls when I'm training or teaching, don't set up cans of fire or set, you know, you're starting to fire up and you're just starting to, a fight, hate thing coming. Yeah. So I really don't set those kind of things because if you want to know something, I'll let you have it. <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
1: It's like, because I went, when I moved out here in 95, I started at Fred Meyers working.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: And they were some scratched at that point in time, but I just like, God, I feel like I'm semi-retired. I don't have to work so hard.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, after running your own business and doing all of that and going through all that hell. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I went through a lot of, because I employed about 50 some people.
0: That's huge.
1: And I had a, the bakery was almost, because we expanded the bakery in one point in my life, my bakery. From when 2000, and went into a 5,000-square-foot building.
0: You Every were just going to town.
1: Yes, I was. That included a 24-hour donut shop, restaurant, two satellite stores.
0: Frank, holy cow. So, yeah, so if you're working at Fred Meyer and someone else is handling everything and all you're doing is baking, you're flying. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> oh. Yeah. And it happened. But so, what do you like about baking?
1: I love the pastries. I love the taste of good, fresh pastries mm-hmm. and fresh donuts. You know, making pastries, eating it a, like a, whole, a loaf of bread coming out of the oven with the butter and just sitting there bread and butter, bread and butter, fresh out of the oven.
0: Talk about the best.
1: Yeah. When you make bread, it's like, oh, (laughs) it warms your soul. Really, it does. It
0: does. It does. I mean, it's almost, it's a similar, not to be too too corny, but there's something similar about what you described with making someone happy with drag to someone Mm -hmm. feeling good about what they're eating. So
1: Um, it really, to me, is just, you can do some things. You can turn it into whatever you want you can do it with cooking you can do it with art you can do it with just drag walking down the street
0: yeah so veranda fire if you were going to write her a description of her what would be some words that would that you would say about her
1: to be the shoulder you can probably lean on. Uh, she's down to heart, faith, you know, stuff like that. I would probably feel this how I am, you know, it's a caring moment, mothery thing. Yeah, just being out there to help, I think, is wonderful. Mm, it's beautiful. You know, my kids haven't caught on with it, but like they said, Dad, whatever makes you happy, go for it. You worked hard
0: for it. So, that's pretty great. Yeah, that's a good. That's good. But they yeah. haven't like they had. They don't like ask you about it much, or what? But...
1: No, no, they don't. Mm-hmm. No. they just as long as as long as you're happy, and you are happy, that's all they care.
0: That's pretty awesome. Okay, before we go. Okay. Tell me, tell me one piece of advice you have for for anybody, for people. What do you want to tell the world if you could just give it from Veranda Fire, from Frank Cruz? What What's your wisdom? You know,
1: if things do get tough, we all pull together. Um, like you know, living your life living your dreams. What is your dreams? You want this. Can you achieve? Things can happen if you fall in the right place. You know, I imagine you knew, you know, this is as yourself with your own kids, you know, follow your dreams. Have, you know, people are pushing you into that what you want or try to get. And things do happen. Sometimes it'll be a slow pace. Sometimes Oh, my God, I'm jumping in the pot, and here we go. You
0: know, Yeah.
1: And it's the same with me sometimes when I start doing, thinking about doing something differently. I'm jumping into the pot, and finger, it takes off, and, you know, you really don't know. But it's like, believe what your heart has to say. And, you know, the old phrasing with RuPaul, I'll kind of learn to love myself even if you can't learn to love others.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, that old phrase. Yes. I think I said that right.
0: I like how you said it.
1: <laughs> but anyway, it's really just just don't I would say don't put the firewalls up. Really. People mm-hmm. put up these well, I can't do that. Have you tried? Um or would you like to try and just see where it goes? If you don't try, it's one of those what ifs.
0: Yes. Yes. That's beautiful. So thank you. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. You're welcome.
0: Thank, so. you, Greg. thank you, Frank. Thank you, Veranda.
1: You're welcome. It was good. I was glad to have this chat.
0: Me too. Thank so you. We'll do it again.
1: I hope so. I'd like to maybe we can go out when the weather's nice and have it done out on the patio.
0: Definitely. And we
1: will have a, a tea moment session time.
0: Absolutely. And if I then I can see your gowns and take some photographs.
1: Sure. You have Facebook. They see some of them. So
0: I know that's really wonderful. I love seeing all your pictures. You look great.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: See you soon.
1: Bye. Bye.